People, 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 welcome back to another pre-recorded podcast of the Arsenio Buck Show. You already know who it is, baby. Welcome to, well, welcome back to another podcast on Gary V's book. And this is basically about how I'm crushing it. Now, I'm going to go over the story, of course, of what he actually wrote down in his book. But at the same time, uh, I'm just basically going to talk about what I've been doing and how this all culminated. So basically, man... I mean, if I really need to go all the way back to moving back here in 2013, I really wish I knew who Gary V was. I really wish I had all these videos at my disposal because I would have taken off a very, very long time ago. But, of course, in 2015, this is when it all started. So I said, you know what? Let me make myself a TOEIC video for YouTube. And I had no idea why I got that idea. Such as, you know, all the ideas we basically get every day in terms of all our thoughts that we think every day. Um, but I started this YouTube video, uh, you know, doing this TOEIC, this test preparation course. Now, when I first uploaded it, I had no idea what I was trying to get at. I didn't have a blog that was connected to it. I didn't have an Instagram. Of course, my Instagram was still a personal Instagram. Um, I don't recall having a Facebook page at that moment. I think that probably came at the very beginning stages of 2016. So at 2015, I just posted something, you know? And so here was me posting uh, a couple of videos and whatnot. I think I posted two videos to, uh, I guess, to top off 2015. And then in 2016, that's when I made my podcast. And when I made my podcast, I had no idea what I was getting at either. I was, the, of course, the very first book that I actually picked up was a book that I got off the bookshelves at Asia Books at Siam Patagon inside the middle of Siam, basically in the heart of Bangkok, right? So I picked up this book and I said, well, let me talk about some of these things and how I could implicate them into my life. And so I got that and I bought Apollo Coelho, uh, The Alchemist. And I don't remember buying any, well, I did buy a couple of books before that in terms of uh, Jack Canfield's uh, the secret to live in the law of attraction and stuff like that. Just a really easy read and whatnot. How to, you know, write down some things, write down goals, and you know, you know, basically blueprints that have been that have been embedded in your subconscious mind that you could possibly, you know, remove just by doing meditation and stuff like that. So, hey, started the podcast very slow. Of course, I was only paying that podcast five dollars a month versus the twenty dollars a month I pay now. But that particular podcast, I didn't really have a, a motive. You know, I would go on and off probably, you know, do a couple of podcasts this day and then upload another one, you know, a week later and then do this and then do that. And yeah, it was just all over the place. And then I got really excited because I'm like, oh, man, people are listening to me. I couldn't see the demographics, the geolocation, the sources or anything like that until I started paying, I think, $10 a month. But I always checked the place to see who was listening to me. Now, I, again, I couldn't check the geolocation until later on that year when I started paying a higher premium. And so I remember my plays went up one, uh, what is it? I think it was in June or July. Yeah, it's probably, yeah, it had to be between May and July, something like that. Oh, I can't really remember. I don't even know if it was August. But anyways, let's just pick one of those months, those summer months, according to America. And play skyrocketed in one day, and I was like, oh my god, I have arrived. No, it was actually a teacher who was actually stalking me, um, who was working with me at the time, but I stopped talking to him because he was just one of the most negative people I've ever met before in my life. So then, I remember one day, he closed the door uh, one Saturday uh, during, like, you know, I guess during break time, 
And he started talking to another teacher. Then he talked to another teacher and then another teacher. The next thing you know, my coordinator came in and said, hey, you know, this is what's happening. Um, They're not particularly fond of your podcast and all these other things. So I went home early that day and I went on a rant on one of my podcasts, ripping them in half. You know what I mean? But not them in particular, but I'm like, hey, guys, this isn't stop it. And I still have that podcast and I will never remove it because it was just a beautiful thing. And so, of course, that got removed. I kept going, and he's like, hey, I thought your pot." and it's funny, because right before everything took off, before I started really crushing it in terms of my podcast, he came to me, he's like, hey, aren't you a motivational guy? How come you don't talk about, I said, have you listened to my podcast? I do speak not only about motivation, but inspiration, what I've been through, relating it to my, my life, and putting together different principles, you know, so you can put them into your life and whatnot. And I was like, you know, if I mention a sex tourist and you kind of fit the description, that is not my fault. If I mention a wife tourist and you fit the description, that is not my fault. So anyways, after that, I started getting other places. I remember the very first place uh, that was listening to my podcast after all that was said and done. Those people removed themselves from my life. Thank God I stopped joining the whiny bitch party at work. And then I just stopped speaking to the majority of those teachers, uh, two years going on. And now I'm basically finished up with that place, finishing up with that place, uh, coming up in April, going on to another walk of life. But it was a beautiful thing because I realized at that specific moment, Hey, I've got power. Not only that, but people aren't liking my message because for whatever reason, you know, it could be because they're actually in that trap, such as what a lot of people fall into and a lot of foreigners fall into coming out here, believing that, you know, I'm going to come on vacation and marry a woman and do this and do that. Hey, it's not my fault, my brother. It is not my fault that you fit the description. So I remember Menlo Park, California. Uh, I remember a couple of other places that started falling into line, into sync with, you know, people who were listening to me. Depensar Bally, I think that was a catfish. But anyways, that was a funny story. And then my audience began to grow even more and just it would go, you know, be sporadic. So South Korea was one of the countries that would come on board. Then Iran, then Syria um, and Singapore. Now, of course, those countries, they kind of up and went. uh, But there are I think they listen to me on different platforms now. I don't know. Maybe YouTube, this, that Singapore, you know, it is what it is. But my audience has grown. Okay, so those were the shortcomings that happened. In terms of, you know, people trying to get my podcast to stop and whatnot. Because I was speaking too much truth. But then I started saying to myself, what other ways can I expand my audience? Because, of course, it would go up and down, up and down, up and down. I would not keep anyone. No one really taught, you know, you know, messages me and whatnot. I'm like, you know what? I have a blog, but this blog was about traveling in Thailand. And I haven't posted on it in a very, very long time. So I said, okay, start a new blog, connect it with everything you're doing with your podcast, et cetera, et cetera. That personal Instagram I had, I had to go back to all all the way back to the very beginning of Instagram, which was like in the beginning, will probably be about May of 2013. I wish I got into the game. No, May of 2012, because I was leaving Australia at the time. And so I went all the way down there and I started removing photos that didn't really sit well with me in terms of what brand I'm building. Um... And I ended up making that, you know, part of my show and doing this and doing that. So, hey, you know, late 2017, the market came. It was when I was teaching one day and next I saw that, 
you know, my students were like, do you have a YouTube? And I'm like, yeah, I have TOEIC videos. They're like, oh my God, really? And then I checked and I realized, oh my God, I have 2,500 views on one video. How did that happen? So I finally was able to check out the analytics of everything. I'm like, oh, Indonesia. Wow, they listen to me. Wow, they watch my videos all the time and this and that. And I, it was just so exciting. And I remember Indonesia being like the main country. I don't remember any other countries coming on board. And next thing you know, I started making more videos. And that 2,500 went up to 5,000 very, very quickly. And then now I'm making three videos a week. So how what, how does this all culminate today? How am I crushing it? Okay, Arsenio, what are you doing? How are you crushing it? Well, let's see here. This podcast has been pre-recorded probably a few days ago. A podcast comes out 6 a.m. Bangkok, Thailand time every day along with the blog shortly following it connected to, of course, my website. I post it on Instagram. It automatically uploads onto my Facebook page, The Arsenio Buck Show. Okay, on top of that, I got a video along with the blog that uploads directly onto my Arsenio's Toic TOEFL, and IELTS, which are my test preparation courses. I make sure all of these are placed on my media throughout all my platforms and they're all synced together. And so on top of that, that's basically what's going on in terms of my podcast, okay? Uh, now, with the education website, the TOEIC, the TOEFL, the IELTS, a lot of different things, right? So it's all about building an audience. So I got a graphic designer, and she's designing my new logo, and this is all going to be in sync, right? Also on top of that, she's going to de- uh, banners for basically SoundCloud, banners for Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, you name it. They're going to be banners, my new banners that are coming up, right? Because I'm going to get rid of my old banners with me being in my gray, my gray suit. And that's going to be my legitimate logo. That's my company's logo, my business logo, A and B education and coaching. On top of that, she's going to go forward, fast forward and create my website on this website. She's like, listen, I could do it from scratch. It's very, very easy. Just going to have to pay me $40 an hour. I said, "Okay." well, I'm guessing in about three, four hours of work, she should be able to get just about everything done. And then I could just pay her for maintenance fees, you know, $40 probably per month. So she could put on you, uh, Put on new PDFs and this and that. That's where I'm going to sell a lot of PDFs and different things for my students. So I'm going to link all of that up too. Now, on top of that, I'm still trying to figure out what exactly I'm trying to do with my voice. How can I monetize my voice? How can I monetize everything I'm talking about? Because there are so many things out there, but it's all about building the audience right now. So the people who continue to follow me, it could be in Brooklyn, Ashburn, Singapore, Tunisia, um, Malay, uh, just about everywhere around the world. If they need actionable steps, maybe I could download something. I'm trying to figure out maybe I could give out more exclusive material. I still need to brainstorm a lot of different things. But in terms of the test prep, that's where a lot of that residual income is going to come. So I need to create a presence here in Bangkok. But not only that, Around the world, who people you know, where people are tuning in to me and whatnot, they're going to be clicking on my blogs and be like, "Wow, this guy has a lot of stuff." Okay, he has a website. Whoa, look at this website! This is legit. I love this. Oh, I could actually learn for a very, very small subscription rather than paying so much money for private tutoring. See what I mean? So, um, that PDF is going to be created. All my stuff, copyright, everything, and. So that's with the TOEIC, the TOEFL, the IELTS, and that's just a little short version of it. 
Oh, okay. Uh, what else? Um, a lot of people are responding on LinkedIn. As a matter of fact, I'm going to have to clean that up very, very shortly because I need to make it much more professional, put new pictures on there, uh, put a lot of things uh, in terms of what I do, my education, all that crazy stuff because there are a lot of link clicks coming in from LinkedIn. Now, I haven't got any different... Um, I haven't got any emails from people, you know, wanting to, you know, interview me and whatnot, but it's a very interesting, uh, I guess you could say month in the very first, you know, in the beginning of this 2018, and it's very, very exciting. Um, now, of course, I have to write my book. I have my separate projects, right? I need people. I got people that I need to meet. Um, it's all about really creating a brand, especially here in Thailand. If I could somehow like get into these language centers, which I'm ultimately going to do on a Tuesday and Thursday, and I'd be like, hey, listen, if you want, you know, practice your speaking, just like my page. And if this student's from an international school or from some there, and then they have a follower of this or that, and next thing you know, it will begin expanding. And that's ultimately what I want to do. I want to overtake the majority of all language centers here in Thailand and say, listen, you do not have to pay all this money. You could actually just pay a very, very short subscri- uh, subscription per per month, blah, 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 and I will be able to take care of you in terms of all the test prep stuff. Oh, my God. So there you go. That's um, that's the TOEIC. That's the TOEFL. That's all the education. That's the podcast. Of course, I got Herbalife. Of course, I got these tests that I need to create uh, for this other side business I have. Um... I still need to take pictures, especially for my website. There are probably about 10 other things I got to do. So, I mean, it's just so much. I got to write my book. Um, I got to start applying for TEDx's because I really need to do my TEDx. That's like on the ultimate list of things to do. Oh, that's how I'm crushing it. And it's a hell of a story. So, I really want to talk to you guys about how... How this other specific person is crushing it. So this girl by by the name of Amy, back in 2007, when, of course, social media was just starting out, she made a video about a wedding, and everyone was moved by it, so she started getting out little snippets of it, and she uploaded it on YouTube, and then, you know, she created a Facebook page, and then a lot, she started getting uh, a huge following, and then some people on the West Coast informed her that, you know, social media management was a real job. She's like, oh my God, I could get paid for doing this? Yeah. So then she was willing to do everything for free. This is what Gary Vee talks about. He's like, you need to be willing to, you know, jab, 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 give, 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 and then right hook. Then you ask, right? So, and he wrote in his book, he said she had been working the side job, a side job. With her full-time full time job at a law firm for three to four months, when Lewis Hose, also from Ohio, who was by then making a name for himself on LinkedIn, suggested they meet. Lewis Hose, of course, is the book that I am doing on the side, you know, The Masks of Masculinity. So next thing you know, back in 2010, they met over some burgers. He gave her two pieces of advice, and he said, number one, go to Las Vegas, attend Blog World. The new media conference where the leaders in blogging, podcasting, and video content creation gathered to talk about their craft and businesses. Not a problem. The magazine had already helped her purchase a badge to go to this blog world. And then Lewis Hose said, hey, you need to read Crush It by Gary Vee. That was easy too. And then Amy went on to a library, picked up a copy. She read it and that's when she knew she wasn't going to become a lawyer after all. 
And then she wrote in, of course, Gary V's book. She said, I would have been happy to do this as a side job forever. I didn't know that I could be powerful enough to make this happen. Crush It made me able to envision what my future could look like. I've been thinking that I first needed to become a prestigious company to get other businesses to hire me. And I didn't get or didn't give enough credit to the fact that I was already being watched, asked for advice, trusted and considered a mini thought leader because of a personal brand I've developed through the videos of my life. So she broke into the game at a very, very early age. I could keep going on and talk to, you know, talk to you guys about her creating a vlog called Savvy Sexy Social. I've actually never even heard of this girl before. But by the time 2011 rolled around, she rolled around, she quit her job. And she ended up being a a freelancer. She moved in with her boyfriend. She got rid of her car. She did this. She ended up spending as little money as she possibly could. And you know what? She ended up writing a best-selling book. She has 75,000 subscribers. Um, You know, she created a series of online courses on vlogging for business and started a second successful video-making business. She then starts presenting and continues to present keynotes all over the world because she was the very, very first of her kind to do everything. Amy has a great story, right? It's amazing. She scratched her own itch. That's what Gary Gary V said, right? And he said, quote, I love how she successfully channeled all her energy into creating an incredible brand. And yet, despite having accomplished so much, continues to navigate and doesn't let up for the second. She is the embodiment of patience and tenacity, as are all the other people we interviewed or he interviewed for this book. And so he's going to be doing a lot of different things. I will talk about this. That is basically the end of chapter one. The path is yours. And it is exciting, isn't it? Those people who started out, the Lily Sings, the people who have like so, uh, the Logan Paul, I can't remember when he started the vlogs. Um, The other guy that, the, uh, the guy that started Vine back in 2013. I didn't even try doing that. And then, of course, so many other vines came out after that. And then next thing you know, there was a lot of exposure on Facebook. These people are millionaires. Not me. I could really give a damn about the money. Shit, I've been paying a podcast $240 a year for free, you know, just to make my voice be heard, you know. Um, But at the same time, we're living in an age right now that you have to ask yourself in five years from now, what's going to be that big thing? You got to start thinking ahead and you need to start executing immediately so that is the end of chapter one i hope i gave you guys you know a couple of snippets uh hopefully you could take something from this in terms of how everything just evolved so rapidly you know she did did she have any idea that she was going to come become an internet sensation and have all these copies and sell online courses and do keynote speeches all around the world no but me of course with my story and of course, with my TEDx present, you know, my TEDx presentation that's looming large, and I need to do another run through very, very soon. Um, the, I mean, it's incredible what story I'm creating right now, because you know what? If I could ultimately take the majority of these students here in Thailand and basically create something on YouTube, whereas I'm creating videos every single day and putting out so much material, (gasps) I'm going to overtake just about everything out there. 
And you know who's going to be calling? They're going to be like, how did you end up doing it? I'm like, well, you know what? People need to learn for free. You know, those those enthusiasts who, who actually do have money, I, you know, redirect them to my website and whatnot and, you know, grade some of their writing task one or writing task two papers and whatnot. And I try getting as much knowledge as I possibly could, such as why I applied for a part time job at this international school from um, from England so I could figure out and dice, you know, basically take out snippets of what this guy knows in terms of a writing task one, a writing task two. And once I get that. I'm going to be like, okay, all the best. I'm finished here. <laughs> and then I'm going to recreate it and make it into my own. And so that's that's what life is about. It's about learning trial and error. Get going, people. You got to get going. So, woo, okay, with that being said, guys, that is the end, man. If you guys got any questions, fire them away. And it's time to get started. Have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. Thanks for tuning back into another pre-recorded podcast. Over and out.